360. As you have, we have today our special guest, Mr. Vinci Shakur. Hey, Mr. Vinci Shakur. <laughs> What's going on? How you doing? <laughs> Good. And so with that being said, well, we have my we have Shawnee Smith on the line as well. And I, we're going to give you the mic, sir, so you can talk about yourself and tell us who you are and where we can find you. Uh, Vinci Shakur, you can find me. I'm always on Instagram. You know, that's like my little home base right there. Uh, sometimes I jump on TikTok and stuff like that. But definitely on the gram, you definitely catch me on there. And um, I'm a musician. I'm an artist slash entrepreneur slash businessman. Okay, so we're going to dive right into the questions tonight. I'm a little bit excited because I have a little chocolate bar in my system. So <laughs> I had a, everybody had to get their fix right tonight. That's good. That's good. You need that a little quick uplift real quick. So who and what inspired you to become a music artist? Uh, what inspired me? It was, Wow. Uh, not being able to express yourself as a child, actually. You know, when you were young, as an adult, well, the parents, uncles, or aunts, or whatever, they usually, whatever they say goes. Like, that's it. Like, if I say, go over there, do this. So if you express how you feel, it's like talking back. So the only way, as a child, you know, the only way you can express yourself sometimes, you grab something, you draw. Some kids draw. Some kids act out and flip tables over. Some kids, you know, go play basketball. I Me, mean, I used to grab a notebook and used to write how I felt inside the notebook all the time. To me, it was poetry. I didn't know it was like gonna be music and rap. I just was expressing myself and getting it out, you know? So I think it was being silenced. As I got older, I seen that it was a way to have a voice actually. So being silenced as a kid, yeah, that kind of motivated me to want to become an artist or actually just write it all out, express it. You know what I mean? That was the only outlet. It was like an outlet, you know? Okay. Definitely, we all need that outlet. I know it's so hard for especially kids, like you said, to express themselves. Yeah, some kids act out, actually. They they start flipping out. They go to school and throw a tantrum. The teacher looking like, what's wrong with him? That's all because he couldn't even express himself at home. So sometimes you see some of the even violent acts that happen out in the street. Normally it comes from them feeling like they're not, like, no, don't might understand them. Don't know, like, they're not being heard. They're not being understood. So it comes out in that way. But if you was taught well, majority of them are us not. You know what I mean? You get misguided or just neglected and ignored. It comes out in that type of form. Like, it was like that with me. I responded in violence. I responded with aggression. But I always had that in the, like in the cut to express myself. Like, that was my outlet for everything, whether my feelings was hurt, whether I was in pain or excited, you know? You could be excited even if you, you know, met a new girl you want to talk about. It. You just, you're back in that notebook again, you know what I mean? So you're expressing yourself, you know? So as we all know, many music artists, they share their struggles growing up, as you said, and the different obstacles face that they face, they express it through their music. Right. What were the obstacles that you faced during your journey 
And also, how did you overcome these obstacles? Wow. Obstacles that we faced, that I faced, that I know a lot of other artists face as well, would be like, dang, people going to be mad, <laughs> would be like growing up and wanting your parents have addiction and you're forced, you know, to, like I said, when you're a kid, having this as your outlet. Now, usually when somebody is on addiction, have an addiction to a substance, whether it's alcohol or a drug, no matter what it is, it's an addiction. It could be gambling. But majority of the money goes to that addiction and not to the child. So you're forced as a child or teenager to go into a world that you're really unfamiliar with, which is the streets. So you begin trapping, you begin selling drugs and get into, you know, mischievous deeds uh, as a, you know, typical teenager that you think you're trying to get money because it could be something like not even just to get flock clothes, but you hungry. You know, you like, oh, it's like three hot dogs and three people. I can't eat one hot dog or you just going to school just to eat, actually, at this point. You know what I mean? So after a while, you get caught up in that. Then a year pass by, another year pass by. Then you get locked up. You in the system. Then you out the system. So this whole vision of a dream that you had and expressing yourself into music and poetry gets neglected as you're on this new course over here, that's an obstacle for anybody that want to be a tennis player, want to be a basketball player. The streets will de like derail you from your dream and your passion. You know what I mean? So that definitely was an obstacle right there. That was one of them. That was one of them, along with personal issues like anger. You know what I mean? That'd be an obstacle. Yourself could be an obstacle. Like me, I was in my own way. Mm. Growing up, coming up. Everybody used to tell me, like, you dope, you hot. You, like, why you don't do this? Why you don't do that? I literally was in my own way. I couldn't even blame somebody else or a background or a family. I can't even blame nobody. Because mm. after you hit a certain point, even if you don't want to, you like it's like an accountability type of thing. You can neglect it and they're like, it was their fault. It's their fault. You can blame the whole world. I did. But at the end, it really be you because you could do something about it. You might yeah. not know that. So trials and tribulations will occur for you to learn these lessons. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That was some of the things that I, I faced during this journey and how I overcame them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was hard. It was hard. I don't even know how I overcame them, actually. Mm -hmm. You know, like basically not giving up, just never gave up and just kept going. I got knocked down, was neglected, rejected, pushed to the side, but I just kept going. I just kept going. Yeah. So you have something yeah. within you that wouldn't let you give up. You knew what you wanted to do. Right? Yeah, because even when, like, it was like once a part of time I was running in the streets. I'm selling drugs. I'm into mad, violent activities. You know, just young, you know, wilding. Even when I was doing it, it was, to me, it was like in the form of protection to retaliate to someone because they attacked first. So it never was like I'm attacking people. But anyway, even when I was in the midst of all of it, and it's not, after a while, it consumes you. Like you become like like a, a negative entity. Nobody really wants around. Even while I was dwelling in that type of energy, mm -hmm. I knew I wasn't that type of person. Like deep down inside, like all I really wanted was love at the end. But I respond that way. It came out like, like a secondary emotion. The first emotion I felt was pain, sadness, hurt. So the right. next emotion that comes out will be anger. Don't know why love me. Ah, I go crazy. So you get the violent part. And nobody had never understand the other part that you feel. 
you know, but I knew I wasn't like a street person. I was mm -hmm. too intelligent. I was too smart. So mm -hmm. I never really wanted that life, even though it takes you in. I never really wanted that, you know? Yeah. The first time I spoke with you, uh, it was mind blowing. And when I say mind blowing, you know, I was challenged. Uh, when we had, we were just talking about various things such as psychology and yeah. how you, uh, one of the, uh, well, one of the, one thing that you did to overcome these obstacles was you also managed to graduate high school and go get your, a few degrees, a bachelor's degree, master's degree. Yes. And, um, so with that being said, how did you, can you tell us a little bit more about that? And then also, what was your major and minor uh, when you were in college? All right. <laughs> um, my major was uh, psychology. And my minor at first was uh, education. Because I wanted to be a school teacher. I wanted to teach. Um, now, as far as school, I don't even know how I managed sometimes. Like, school was my safety. It was like I could go there and learn. I love to learn. I love learning. I love reading, doing research. You know, I just love learning things. And I knew I was like, I used to call myself like I'm my favorite geek. Like I'm like the coolest nerd, you know. Some people didn't even know the things that I did know. And when I did speak about it, they'd be like, oh, he's a nerd. You know, he always off that. But to me, school was, uh, I call it like my safety net because that was the moment I was away from home. I, was, I wasn't in the streets. It was like peace to me. Um, it was another way for me to eat at the time. Like you really had to go there to eat the meals that they had. Mm -hmm. Now, when I was deep into the streets, I went to school. The thing that kept me, that thing that actually got me to go to college was mm -hmm. women, it was females. I used to think I was like a ladies man. So all yeah. the girls, the girls that was there in college was different from the girls on the street that just going to the store to get a mile. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, well, these girls different, they about something. So females kept me interested actually into school. I didn't even know I was going to want to graduate and I was going for them. Next thing you know, I'm sitting in front of the class. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm sitting in front of the class. Like I only want to be distracted by them because now I'm being introduced to new information. And I want this information. They start teaching you everything with classes like uh, American government. And then when they give you Psych 101, early childhood psychology, I'm learning stuff in college that is actually about me. Like I'm learning, like when they teach you the psychology, how to break down somebody's identity, their ego, you know, just little behavior things that come from the age of uh, one to seven. And then it repeats for the rest of your life, whatever was programmed in your head. I'm sitting there like, oh, snap. I'm learning actually about myself through this. So I was definitely more interested in it. So now here I go being a geek again. But <laughs> it definitely was the females that kept me going at the time. It was like a lust. You know, when you're young, you just, oh, snap, she's pretty. Oh, she's pretty too. Oh, snap, is all. she got that class. I'm picking that class. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I know you mentioned uh, some about your obstacles and your run-ins. And I know you, you mentioned three months out of prison. You were offered a $100,000 record deal and you turned yeah. it down. Right. What, what made you turn it down? I, uh, somebody else asked me that too. They was like, why would you do that? I even had the guy call me like, wow. Like, they went up on the price. It went up to probably about like 350. 
and they just wanted to understand like how, why, you know, even though it was at a hundred, it wasn't even the money. It's the fact that when you start seeing like the fine print, when you start seeing what it actually is, you start breaking it down and you be like, no, nah, I don't want this. Like this, this don't even seem right. And I see a lot of artists, they be wanting like life insurance on you. And majority of the artists that sign with a life insurance to a label, it looks like, damn, them the artists that be dying all the time. Like you got life insurance on me? Like I don't, it look, it look weird. It seems weird. You know what I mean? Then it'd be other things like, uh, I call it rape. Because it's definitely like a rape contract. You, It looks good. You see the numbers. People will be so messed up in life. Like with bills backed up, they probably just came home from prison like me. And, you know, you want money. You need it. Mm -hmm. You need it. Especially, you know, we just left from the being quarantined. Everybody's back. Prices are going up. So majority, I know two, three people now that I personally know took the deal. And what they do is they shelf you. Like nobody even hear about you a year later. You took the 100K. Now you owe them. I'd rather owe a bank than an old uh, label. So when I seen what they were doing and how to go about it, I was like, Yo, I'm going to start my own. I'm going to sign me. And I don't really care about, like, like the contract sounds like you're going to be dead and famous. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're going to be famous but dead. I'd rather be have a, a peace of mind mm -hmm. with my own label than to be sworn in, like, a contract to something that you really can't get out of because you signed. And now you can't even – that's why a lot of artists jump on, like, TMZ or the Instagram and they start talking – like, mm -hmm. yo, I'm trying to get out my deal. They be reaching out to Jay-Z or people that got power and influence to be like, yo, help me get out of this. Because they never read it. They don't even read it. They see them numbers and just sign. I'm not, nah, I'm a geek. I'm a nerd. I'm reading every little piece mm -hmm. of uh, the smallest letter up there with a magnifying glass. Like, nah, this ain't good. I, I didn't even have to send it to a lawyer. You could look, look at it and see the wording. And it's like one way they'll give you this money, but then you're always for three years. I'm like, three years for one project? I'm like, so... You're going to get 100K back in like six months, maybe less. So what happens if other two years later, like I'm just riding in a Honda Accord, like you buy a house, it's over. You buy some jewelry like the average little young rapper do, it's over. What you going to do the next year and the year after that? Now you got to pay the mortgage if you don't even own it. You know what I mean? Like it's over. You ain't got no more money coming in. And they just going to tell you do these shows and get that money from you. So it's like they pimping you. You know who? I, don't, I, don't, I ain't trying to get pimped. <laughs> you know, man, trying to get that. Yeah, that's really intriguing. And I mean, I know uh, I don't know too much about the music industry, but you know, there's other politicking going on in, in the government. So I, I don't want to <laughs> dive into that. We're going to move yeah. on to the next question here. <laughs> right. right. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> we noticed many artists in the music industry changed their artist name, right? You were right. once known as Spoons. What's yeah. the difference between Spoons and Vinci? Oh, good question. Spoons and Vinci, the difference? Uh, all right, I'm going to break it down without even trying to get too like into details. Everybody that knows me personally knows Spoons is. Uh, I'll say the difference between them is growth growth one part of me was like uh you know spoons i was wild i was coming up i was learning things i was violent i was aggressive probably abusive verbally physically just going nuts because you know you feel like don't nobody love you so you just treat everybody like f you like it is what it is whatever because if you ain't got no love for me i ain't got no love for you so you know 
just be out here doing a lot of the things you shouldn't be doing growing up. But then you hit a point in life was though, like everything on this planet has to evolve. You have to. I seen, I remember I was in prison just looking at a blade of grass, right? I'm in the yard looking. I'm like, wow, this grass, all it knows is grow. All it gets is sunlight. It's just provided. You know, the water is provided. He doesn't know entertainment. It doesn't know. I say, hey, <laughs> the grass doesn't know entertainment and, you know, pain and struggle. All it knows is grow. So I'm like, how can a blade of grass continue to grow more than a human mind? So right then and there, I'm like, yo, I'm too smart not to grow. So I just started evolving physically because wow. I used to weigh like 140 pounds all the time, drinking, just going crazy. So I'm like, I have to evolve in some way. So I tried to evolve in every way possible, spiritually, emotionally, mm -hmm. uh, physically, socially. I begin to talk different. I try to monitor my curse words sometimes, you know. Um, I haven't been doing too good with that, but I'm monitoring because before you wouldn't even monitor it. But now there's a, a thing that's evolving inside you. You begin to go up, and that right there is Vinci. Mm -hmm. So as I evolved. I grew. I matured. You can't stay a blade of grass forever. You got to, you know, turn into a, a tree. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I know many artists, they're, they're always looking for some type of validation maybe somebody who's made it in the industry. How did you manage to get a shout out and recommendation from Tay Kelly and DJ Envy? Wow, yeah, that was crazy too. Shout out to Tay Kelly, shout out to DJ Envy. I appreciate that. Uh actually it was just like I was I was fresh out of prison at the time and uh my wife convinced me like yo you need to really take this serious. Like you dope, you hot, but you never like I never wanted a rapper. I never want to do any of that type of stuff. I don't want my face out there because I used to live a different lifestyle. And it's clear, like, yo, you don't even live that lifestyle no more. Why are you hiding your potential, your talent? Like, give it to them. Show them what you have. And it's like, all right, I'll try it. So she started, like, looking at lives and stuff, sending me. She sent me a couple of them. So I jumped into my denim. But these guys really wasn't offering nothing back. It's like, you give them $25, they play your song on to the next. And it's like, damn, you don't even get on a Spotify playlist. You don't get nothing. So you just kicking money out. And really, you just want somebody to hear it. Right. But Tay Kelly, particularly, he actually was offering a lot of services back. A lot. Mm -hmm. So it was like, uh, just to name a few, um, marketing, mm -hmm. campaigns, uh, shout outs from celebrities, you know, whether it was rich homie or dj envy like you name it. he just was he's just offering things back playlisting you know what i mean things that help you get your numbers up on youtube get your numbers up on spotify get your numbers up on um instagram it was like oh he really offering something back and he really listened to the music some people were like yeah that was trash or it was ass or what was this or what was that and, and that's it but him he critiqued it like yeah. yo Something to me sound trash. And he'll be like, nah, I can hear that like on a commercial or a TV show. I'm like, oh, he's oh, he for real. He really listening. So uh -huh. that right there was the interest. I really want somebody to hear you as an artist. We all want to be heard. That's why we're doing it, you know? And he really did that. And I ain't know it was a contest, actually. So, you know, I send the money in. I send the songs. And they like, all right, you go to the next round. Or you're in the finals. I'm like, finals? They're like, yeah. And then, you know, went to the finals. And then I wound up winning. And that right there was one of the perks, actually. The DJ interview shout out was one of the perks that he kept his word. Like every, you know, 
majority of people they don't they always be talking about scams and stuff like that he, he definitely didn't scam at all he kept his word came through you know and he got other services so i started purchasing other services from him, you know and that's how i got the, the shout out from dj envy and linked up with tay kelly that's so cool. That yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah. I ain't leave that live since. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like uh I really like Tay Kelly's live. Mm -hmm. And uh yeah, my dude, <laughs> shout yeah, shout out he gives. I mean, I'm not an expert, but like like he would say, it it sounds good in the commercial. Like last night this one guy came on and I said Oh, that sounds like uh, he could be on a soundtrack for like Get Out or something. <laughs> like, yeah, scary movie. Like I don't know. Yeah, I like it because actually, when you went to a live like that and you're an artist, you want to be in lives like that because you network, you network. You know, that's how you meet people like you or me. And you you looking for a DJ, you looking for a singer. These are the locations you could actually network and you could get critiqued on their actual work. You know, he gave everybody the floor, everybody could talk. I see sometimes I look in the comments, people be networking. And when like he after he playing music, he'd stop and start spitting the game. And sometimes it'd be something I didn't know. I'd be like, Oh, it's like it could be ten things. One of them I just didn't know. Now I'm over here doing research on that, jumping to it like mastering, publishing. I'm like, Oh snap, how you start a business and then do the mastering and publishing? Now I'm jumping into that. So I gotta handle this paperwork. So actually it's like a learning process as well. As you network, so you definitely got to do that as an artist. If you don't jump in the live, something wrong with you. <laughs> something wrong. You, know, you know that last night about mixing, you have to have a good mixer or something like that to your music because it's not clear when it comes out and you can play it anywhere. But <laughs> right, right, yeah. So, uh, who would you most like to collaborate with uh, in the underground as well as the popular music industry? Underground. Yeah, underground. <laughs> I'll say welcome home, Albie. I'll definitely would like to collab with Albie. Uh, Huey V, Ant Wave, mm -hmm. Arsenal. Yeah, definitely Arsenal. Uh, okay. And SSG Fatboy. Oh. I'll definitely like to collab with them underground. Yeah. Two, oh. three of them from Jersey. So I definitely like to collab with my people from my home base. Uh huh. You know, it makes a lot. A lot of people don't be. I see looking other places like California. They support each other. I see look all the rappers in Atlanta. They all support each other. And then you look at the East Coast. You be like, yo, we gotta support each other. That's why if you from there, like I'm gonna support you. I don't care if you. Uh, I just wrote a book. I'm trying to cop it. Then just to support right. you, just to show some type of unity. Because they don't look at people as single no more. They look at the whole location and be like them. Yeah. You see the artists even in Chicago, they be putting each other on. Like, if he got a platform, he'll put him on. And now he got a buzz. He put the next one on. It's, it's like that. You know? It's basically like showing love. Something that we really wasn't shown. Because we, I come from a no-love environment. So, no matter what you're doing, you see basketball players show each other love. You know? But as far as in the industry goes, definitely Drake and J. Cole. Uh, I'll say... Okay. Right. Jonah Lucas, I like Jonah Lucas. I'll definitely do a track with Jonah because he get on that type of wave. Like how I got uh, emotional collision. Uh -huh. I just get lyrical. You just start getting creative like that. Um, Tory Lanez, uh -huh. like that style. Tory Lanez, Raw Wave. And you know who I like to do a collaboration with though? Uh, her, the R&B singer. Her. Yeah. I, I love to do a track with her. Yeah. Yeah. 
So as far as underground industry, yeah, I like those people right there. I love to collab with them. Huh. Never know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> Hopefully I get it to a point where I'm trying to do is get it to a point where they might wanna they may want to collab with me. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, I gotta do a track with him. Mm -hmm. Like Rob Bubbly, he definitely ain't playing with it. He make real, real music. Like, yo, I gotta do something with him. So hopefully that's the plan and get them to want to do a track with me. Until then, yeah, I would like to do a track with them. Either or, I like the music they be putting out. Yeah, well, definitely understand. I mean, we want to collab with Oprah one day. Who knows? Right. Who knows? <laughs> I know you hinted earlier on your observations of the music industry that influenced you to become independent. Well, what specifically else inspires you to start your business, VSE Entertainment? Uh, my cousin and my uncle, and my cousin Bo. Today is birthday too, shout out Bo. Happy birthday to Matt and Lorenzo. And cause I was coming across like contracts, I was like, you know, starting to bubble up a little bit. And when you start getting offered the record deal and then somebody else offer you a record deal, it's getting serious. And when you start learning the negativity parts about it and how, you know, drowning it's going to be just the sun, just for some cash real quick. You really want, like, I, I want to learn. I told you earlier I was a geek. Like, I be wanting to know everything, you know. So when you start looking into it, it's like, how they do this? How they do that? How do they even get people to sign this? Do people even read it? You get caught up in the 360 deal. So in the midst of me reading and doing research, come to find out, I was like, oh, I could do this myself. But I don't really know how to go about it. So I'm still reading, but I'm like certain things not clicking. So that's when you got to reach out to your support system. Like I said, my uncle and my cousin, and they actually guided me. Like, yo, this is how you get your LLC. I'm like, yo, I, I tried to pay these people to do this. He's like, not nah, a third party. You got to go directly. They cost him too much, you know, and he assisted me. And then there was like registration, your EIN number, little stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They was pointing me in the direction of business. And that's when the business, you just get business minded and it clicks. After a while, it just, it just snaps. And now you're looking into everything as far as publishing. Because you can make a song, go to the studio, record, your mm -hmm. engineer will give it to you. You can upload it on YouTube or any other platform, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Tidal. And you still don't even own yours. Like, you're like, I paid for that. Now you don't own it though. Like, you just upload it on a service. You, you don't even own the masters to it. And you're like, how? You know? And you're like, do you have the stems? Do you have this? Do you have that? And you start learning these things as you go along. You're like, oh, it's not. I got to pay to own my own music. It ain't even yours. <laughs> so I see why most artists, it's like uh, Nipsey actually was trying to, uh, Jonah Lucas, they was owning their own, becoming independent. And that was the way, you know? They said, uh, they said like, a little blueprint out for it. You know what I mean? How can you not own your masters? How can you not want to do publishing? Now that's the behind the scenes paperwork you have to do. Most artists is too busy. They just want to go to the studio, write some raps, record, yo, I'm lit. My numbers went up and you know, they good. But behind the scenes, if you don't hear from me, that's because I'm doing paperwork. That's because I'm busy grinding. I'm trying to learn the business and get everything up and going. So I definitely was interested. And then to get the name as VSC, I'm already Vinci Shakur. So I see that was beneficial to put your business name in your artist name instead of having two separate you know entities mm -hmm. it's that's one so anytime my name is on something automatically that's a business mm -hmm. so your name like i jay-z told people you're a walking business man yeah 
That's so true. Yeah. That yeah. is true. That was a good question. That was a good question. I like that one. What else you got for me? So what, what advice would you give young folks or seasoned folks or just folks that want to get into this whole music industry? What what uh, advice would you give them? Advice? Wow. Uh, I got advice for days, but I could pick one particular that I think would be beneficial. Uh, it's something small, too, like a little thing we kind of always overlook. We pay a lot of attention to what other people say, what other mm -hmm. people think, and we become people pleasers. And by becoming a people pleaser, you're trying to, like, I know an artist that was dope. He got bars for days. He hot. You know, I think he's underrated, you know, but I know another one that he stayed himself. You know, I know another one that conformed his music to please other people and he lost himself. My advice would be to listen less to outside influence. There's really not a formula to somebody tell you how your path is supposed to go. Oh, you should have did this. You should have did that. I remember somebody told me, I let him hit one of my tracks. He like, yo, uh, he was, like, I'm waiting for him to respond. Like, what do you think? Because I already know. Like, it don't matter what you say. You know right. what I mean? He like, oh, you should have did this. You should have did that. And I'm like, yo, you rap? He like, nah. I'm like, well, you should, you should go write a rap and then come back and tell me how I should do things. You know, it's different from it's different from like advice and suggestions. Like when somebody suggests something to you, you can take it, you can take it or not. Or right. somebody advise give you some advice, you know if it's advice, or you know if somebody's telling you how your path should go. Oh, now you shouldn't do that. You could open the door for uh, doubt. Mm. So you ask somebody, yo, what you think of this? Right then and there, you open the door for doubt to answer. Because now he'd be like, yeah, I don't think you should do that. What the average person do if they're weak-minded. Yeah, you right. They won't even go for their own shot now because of what somebody else just said or did. So listen less to other people's uh, advice. Not advice, but, you know, suggestions mm -hmm. and influence, actually. Don't try to mimic other stars that, like, the way they got to where they're at, they had a specific path that was designed specifically for them. Trying to take their path or trying to do what he did. If you ain't going to do it better than them, don't even try to do it. Because then you'll be another them. You want to be you. You want to be solidified with your position. So listen to your soul. Let your soul guide you. It will never lead you wrong. Your own intuition. You know, sometimes we don't even listen to our own intuition. I know I didn't at one point. And I used to wind up in trouble. And you'd be sitting somewhere like, damn, I knew not to go over there. Why didn't I listen to her? Because you ain't listening to your intuition. You know, sometimes the signs be right there. So listen to you, listen to your gut feeling. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just listen to yourself sometimes. I mean, if you negative, don't don't listen to yourself. If you got a negative mind. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but you definitely got to be tapped into like that positive, good energy and let it guide you. Because yeah. it's going to guide you the right way. Everything in the universe is like works in your favor. It's actually guiding you to whatever is in your heart, like your heart's desire is going to fulfill. You know what I mean? And you really could do that if you pay attention and listen to the songs. And they could guide you whether you want to be a chef, whether you want to get into owning property, whether you want to start a talk show. You know, no matter what it is, it's, you're going to be guided. The universe is going to, it's going to just line things up for you. Right. You know, mm -hmm. as long as you're on that right path, everything will work in your favor. And that's why I made that song, Do What I Want. I literally do what I want. I do whatever it is I want. If I want to do it, I do it. And I don't mean that in a cocky, 
conceited, negative way. I do what I want. Nothing like that. It's more or less like I just said, when you're living a positive lifestyle. Right. And you're putting out love. You're putting out great energy. People open doors for you. And when them doors beginning open up, you never get told no. So literally, you begin to do what you want because there's no no's. There's no closed doors. There's no stop. Everything is go. Yeah. Just because you're living, you living right. You know, even your body do the same thing when you when you living right or you eating right. Your body are, is able to do what it want to do. When you're not eating correct, you're not sleeping correctly. You really be like, nah, I want to do that. Look fun, but I can't. My back, my leg. Yeah, because you ain't doing your body right. When you start treating it right, exercising, like I see you, I'll be seeing you on your uh, put your little clips up, exercising, go you. <laughs> but when you eating healthy, you giving it the the nutrients it needs, the vitamins. You know, you you doing meditation, reflecting. You you actually could do what you want physically. That's so true. I'm trying to be like Shani. Shani's like the super clean eating queen. Okay. That's healthy. You gotta have that physical health and mental health. That's healthy. You need that. But yeah, you, I, yeah, you can do what you want these days, man. If you living right. Mm -hmm. Venture, you dropped so many jewels during this podcast. How can others connect with you and also access your music? Uh, music on every single platform. Numbers going up like crazy right now. <laughs> now, nah, you can access my music. Majority depends on what platform you have. You got Apple for everybody. You got iPhones. Vinci Shakur, Between My Lady and My Legacy is definitely out right now. Drop September 2nd. Check me out. Um, it's on Tidal. It's on um, Audio Max, Spotify, YouTube, Deezer. You name it. You name a, a platform that's out there, I'm on it. I make sure I'm on every single platform. So, uh, but you definitely can contact me on Instagram at Vinci underscore Shakur. I respond back all the time. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, we, we like to shout you out all the time on mm -hmm. IG and Facebook. because yeah, That's love. I appreciate that. Your music speaks for itself and you have this gift, not just your lyrics, but just how you orchestrate everything together yeah. and through your experience because your, your soul really speaks in, in your music. And I'm sure yeah. you've heard, I'm sure you've heard that. Uh, well, obviously, you have BSC going, and yes. I'm so proud of you. And we can't wait to see you. I appreciate that because mm -hmm. it really do come from a place in my heart, whereas though it comes from sometimes like a lot of pain and hurt, and sometimes people hurt me. I, I had somebody ask me like, "Why my name? Like, they, I ain't mentioned their name in my intro, like, because I love you. Like, oh, well, you don't love me." And it wasn't that. I actually was forgiven the people who have hurt me. So I love you was a form of me saying, yo, I accept what happened. I forgive you. Right. I love you. I love you, you know. And you got songs like Never Trust Again where I'm talking about betray you. You know, that's real. You know how many people get betrayed every day? And then when it comes from family or somebody close, it, it hits different. I'm talking about that pain hit different, different. You know, uh, feeling tortured when you lose a loved one. Everybody, this, these are feelings and emotions that people go through on a daily basis. Even your celebrities, they, they go through these emotions. It's real. Like, my heart goes out to you. Somebody passed away. I'm on parole. I couldn't even be there at the time. All I could do was send my heart. So my heart goes out to you. 
you know. So these are, if you listen to the music, they're, they're real emotions. It's real feelings, real topics, real issues. It's not just yo, he hot, he got dope bars. Nah, I ain't a rapper. I'm an artist. I'm I'm like a painter, paint using words to paint vivid pictures, so clear that you can see, you can feel it. And yeah. I'm not even a singer. You hear me harmonizing and singing on tracks because that's the emotion made it come out. It made it come out by itself. And I didn't even care what somebody else thought. Like, bro, you can't sing what you're doing. Like, I don't even care at this point, bro. I'm hurt. I got to let it out. And now this is my outlet. It's going to heal me mentally and emotionally to let things go. And now that right there was a way how not to respond to violence like I did when I was younger. Because there you couldn't. There was no outlet. I mean, you're writing, but you're really not saying it to get it out. So now you're older. You can record, start your business, get it going. And really... Like I said, I never really wanted to be a rapper. I'm just expressing how I feel. If I know people could connect with me. I know you could feel my pain because you hurt too. You know, and when I'm feeling good, I, hey, you do what you want. Some people go to the gym and they listen to do what I want and they go hard. Yeah. You know, I'm like, yo, yeah, he's doing what he want right now. So listen, <laughs> yeah. So if you listen to like Between My Lady and My Legacy straight down, Not I'm telling you, I'm actually telling the story. Right. I'm listening out. I'm listing out some of your songs. Not easy. Uh, yeah, it'll <laughs> no get love, hard sometimes. No love. That's me. That's yeah. No love. There's no love out here. No love. <laughs> There'd be no love out here. There'd right. Be no love. You'd be like, damn. I told you I love you, and you give me no love in return. How does it even yeah. real, man? It's crazy. I love you, but you don't love me back. That, that's how it. You know, that's how it goes sometimes. That's life, yeah, right? That's real life. Real life. You know, you can yeah. love people that don't even love you back. But the topics, the titles, to me, is it's not even like rap music. It's like poetry to me. Yeah. It's poetry because my soul is like crying out. You know, when I'm feeling good, you could tell what songs I feel good on. Like, yo, let's go. Like, I'm lit. Like, you know, this is what I'm feeling right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could tell. So, yeah, emotions as a human, they can't say, like, oh, he contradicted himself in his music. Like, yo, life is like that, man. Because one moment I could be happy. The next minute I probably want to drill, drill, spin a block and drill again. But that's just an emotion. It's just a feeling. Express it. You know, sometimes you feel like you're that dude and you at the top spot. And the other times it get real hard and it's really not easy. Again, that's the titles. It's just tell all the emotions and feelings going straight through. You know, it's like a story. Your life is the same. All our lives is pretty much like we on this planet doing the same thing, going through the same situations, paying these same high gas prices. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. It might be electricity or solar in the future. Yeah, right. You go through the same. Right. But some so, people be afraid to speak upon it, though. So, you know, some people be yeah. afraid to speak upon it. Me, I'm. I got a voice. I've been silenced for too long. I've been when I when I wasn't silenced anymore. There was no parents or uncles or aunts around to silence you. Like keep your mouth shut. I actually silenced myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, and now you can't. You can't. It's like it's hard to cut me off. You hit me on. I seen a car dropping past, blasting my music. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to be on every. Everything and the whole time, I don't care about numbers. I don't care about being famous. I don't care about you know publicity stunts. I don't care about that. I'm like, yo, you feel my pain? I just want you to feel me. You feel how hurt I am? Yeah. I'm hurt. You feel that? And then when I'm happy, I want you. I want to share my joy with you. Mm-hmm. You know, expression. That's what yeah. we use music for. It's a form of communication. I'm trying to talk it to is, the people. It, it definitely is the energy that you put forward. Because yeah. that's your energy. 
and it's and it's authentic you know it's it's real and, yeah uh, you know what's crazy what you say that's why i play your songs a lot because I appreciate that. a lot of the, a lot of your songs i relate with you know regards to relationships yeah <laughs> regards to just life uh you being the lone lone wolf i mean that's how i've been for pretty much all my life i've always you know this is not my show it's your show but right but that'd be, that'd be the most strongest people the lone wolf you know that feel outcast neglected rejected how can you not relate to this music how can you not hear my stories i'm actually telling you a story i'm just telling it because the same exact story that I told somebody else, I was talking to somebody yesterday, shout out to Swag, he actually was going through the same thing. He felt like like he could never trust somebody again. And then there was moments in the conversation I was speaking to him, and he felt like his soul was tortured. I'm like, damn. Like, because he lost his brother, and he felt tortured. You know, and I'm like, wow, people really, this this is their life as well. That's why when you play, uh, you could be, it could be anything from Anita Baker, Rapture of Love, and you listen to it, you feel like you're in a rapture of love at that moment. That's why you're playing it, because you that's, that you can relate to it. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I've been playing Sade lately and, and also Prince. So I have a, a dose yeah, Sade of- Sade, girl. What you listen to? Um, what is it? Oh, oh <laughs> It just depends on my mood. Just here lately, I've been tuned in to, to gospel music to just regenerate my soul. Wow, uh, you know I want to do it. I, I the only type of singers I'd be wanting to collab with be like mm-hmm. females that be singing in church. Mm-hmm. Like I'd be wanting that voice because they they sing with a, they sing from their gut with their soul. Yeah, so. I want to do a track with her. <laughs> I want to do it. Like I love singers that be singing in church. Yo, you ain't here between my lady and my legacy yet. You better go check it out. Yeah, Shani. you gotta check that out, Shani. I'm gonna share it with on my Apple Play. She got Apple Play, so I'm yeah. gonna share it with her. But uh, anything that you want to tell the audience, anything else, then uh, she, Shani. Uh, for any artists, anybody doing a book, anybody starting a talk show, anybody that do live reviews, anybody that's being creative, putting out good energy, got a dream, have a vision want to proceed better and do better in life keep going don't ever ever give up i don't care how old you are I just seen something with method man yesterday actually he was saying how he was 51 they wanted him to go on a tour and everything and it's like yo at 51 you actually could still do movies you really got like the average billionaire become a billionaire like around the age 50. it's crazy like don't ever give up on anything that's in your heart because you don't want to be even if you fail, it's okay. You you don't have to live with regret at 60 or 70. Like, man, what if I would have tried it? You know, everybody was saying my age or I couldn't do this, man. Give it a shot. Don't listen to them. You just go. Keep pushing and, you know, make you happy. Make yourself happy sometimes. I mean, it's okay to make other people happy, but be selfish sometimes. Love you. Treat your body right. Treat your mind right and go after what it is that you want, that you desire. You know what I mean? So you could be able to do what you want. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you uh, letting me come on the um, platform. Yeah. Well, and no 360. I appreciate love. 
Kwame, you have anything you want to? I think Vinci summed it up, but all I have to say is what I've gotten out of this podcast is that you have to work on your inner soul and expressing your inner soul, whether it be through art, music, writing, they're all forms of expression. Yes. And take care of your, your temple. So you can yeah. say it, do what you want. Yes. Evolve. Let's grow. <laughs> Definitely. Well, Thank you so much, Mr. Vinci Shakur. And we will be back in touch with you uh, mm -hmm. for the next program. And we won't want to uh, mess up our surprise. So we'll keep that on the hush hush until next time. All right. Okay. Take Peace. care. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Weekend. 360, Vinci Shakur. We're Peace. out. out.